You're listening to the J. John Podcast. Do you need a faith lift? An infusion of faith, hope and love? The J. John Podcast is your weekly dose of encouragement and inspiration to give you confidence in your faith and boldness to share it with others. A father said to his son, What is Father's Day? His little son said, It's the day we give you a cheaper present than we do to mum on Mother's Day. I like the story of the father who had just won this big toy at a raffle. So he said to his three children, okay, let's see who's going to get this. Let me ask some questions. Who is the one that listens to mum? Who is the one that does what mum asks. And all three children at once said, okay, dad, you win the toy. The truth is this, the best thing a father can do for his children is to love their mother. Fathering is a little bit like shaving. However good your shave is today, you still have to do it tomorrow. I'm a father, I've got three grown up sons and I'm a grandfather. I think by the time we get the hang of parenting, our children have left home. Who is our model for fathering? It is God. God, the Father, has revealed to us how we should father our own children. And I believe that there are four areas we need to consider and apply in our own fathering of our children. One, commitment. Two, compassion. Three, care. And fourth, cost. Let's look at these four principles. Principle number one, commitment. We were all created by God. And the story of creation in the book of Genesis in the Bible tells us that God created Adam and Eve, but they rebelled. They sinned. But God did not abdicate his responsibility to his children. He remained a father and he fulfilled his responsibility as a father to the children that he created. And God's example of his commitment to his children, despite many of his children being disobedient, is an encouragement to us to show commitment to our own children. One of the social problems of our age is the absentee father syndrome. 
the absence of fathers is the biggest single predictor of antisocial behaviour. We need to remind ourselves that fathering is a long-term contract and there's no get-out clause from being a father. We need to show that commitment to our children. We need to know it and our children need to know it. God is the father who is always at home. Isn't that incredible? What a thought. Our Heavenly Father is the Father who is always at home. We can always call home. And if God is your Heavenly Father, can I encourage you to call home? If you do find yourself in a situation in which out of necessity you are a single parent, God's grace abounds. And I pray that you would experience more of God's grace and love and commitment to you and your children. Commitment. God has made a commitment to us. We need to make a commitment to our children. Secondly, compassion. In Psalm 103, one of my favourite psalms, in verse 13 we read, The Lord God is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. For he knows how weak we are. He remembers we are only dust. God understands our weaknesses. He understands the weaknesses of his children. And Jesus became one of us. And in Hebrews 4 verse 15 we read, This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses for he faced all of the same testings we do but he did not sin. What an encouragement to us that Jesus understands everything that we face. God's, God loves us and that means God wants the best for us. Just, just think about that for a moment. God loves us and that means he wants what's best for us. God's love doesn't simply involve him accepting us. He loves us too much to let us remain as we are, because he knows we can be better. God wants to heal us. 
And I love this incredible verse in Hebrews 2 verse 10. God wants to bring many sons and daughters to glory. How beautiful is that? That he wants to bring his sons and daughters into glory. We need to be those who seek to love our children the way that God loves us. It is a compassion that is understanding, that brings the best out of our children. And it is that compassion that allows us to give our children roots and wings. And we love giving our children roots, don't we? But we don't always feel comfortable about giving them wings. But we've got to give them roots and we've got to give them wings. God has shown commitment to us. We need to show commitment to our children. God has shown compassion to us. We need to show compassion to our children. Thirdly, care. Our children don't care how much we know until they know how much we care. There's a lovely verse in Nahum chapter 1 verse 7. The Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. How beautiful is that verse? You see, God is the one who cares. How? He's the one who provides. And we read in Matthew 6, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink and enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? And Jesus says, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? You see, God provides for us. Not only does he provide for us, God protects us. And in Psalm 18 verse 1 we read, I love you Lord, you are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my saviour. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. And we read in 2 Thessalonians, Chapter 3, verse 3, the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. God cares. God provides. God protects. And God disciplines. In Proverbs 3, we read, verse 12, for the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. And in Revelation 3 verse 19 we read, I correct 
and discipline everyone I love. That's, that's what Jesus says. He corrects and disciplines everyone that he loves. Now, we need to adopt God's pattern in fathering. We are to provide, we are to protect, and we are to discipline our children. We need to provide. We need to provide social, psychological, spiritual framework in which our children can grow. We are to provide both comfort and challenge. We also need to educate our children. We should encourage our children to read, to think and to discuss. They should be challenged over what they listen to and over what they see on a screen. They have to be made to evaluate and we have the responsibility to do that. They need to realise, our children, that the world has both roses and thorns. And sometimes they don't see the thorns until they're hurt. And we need to show them both the roses and the thorns. A key part of being a parent is spending time with our children. Because a lot of life is caught, not taught. And we read that in John chapter 5, Jesus looked at what the father was doing. He was watching what the father was doing. He was observing the father and he was doing the same. Children, spell love, T-I-M-E, time, time. I, I like the story of the son who was given a gift by his father one Christmas and it was an envelope and he opened the envelope and inside the envelope there's a letter and the father said my gift to you for the following year is one hour of my time every day after supper you can choose what you want to do in the hour. We can talk, we can read, we can play, we can pray, whatever you want to do. The father gave his son an hour a day, fully focused. And the son said that his father renewed his gift every Christmas. When I first heard that story, I was blown away, uh, both by the commitments of the father, but its simplicity. And sometimes a rhythm, a regular routine, sometimes is easier 
than a random thing. But depending on what our schedule is, whether we can have a rhythm, a regularity, or it's random, let's make sure we're giving our children time. We want to protect our children. We read in Psalm 91 verse 4, God will cover you with his wings. You will be safe in his care. His faithfulness will protect and defend you. The world is a battleground. It is not a playground. And we need to protect our children. We need to protect them from others. We need to protect them from the devil. We need to protect them from themselves. We have a responsibility as parents, as fathers to do that and to discipline. Discipline is pointing out to a child that there is a right path and that there is a wrong path and we want them to stay on the right path. Discipline is about giving children foundations on which they can build their lives. In doing this, we're carrying out the great biblical commandments of teaching children God's truth. And we read in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6, and you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road. Wherever you are going and whenever you're going to bed and when you're getting up. The commandments of God. Talk to your children about them. Proverbs 22 verse 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it. There's a commitment that God has shown to us, an amazing commitment and because God has shown this incredible commitment, we need to show that to our children. But God has also shown compassion to us and we need to show compassion to our children. But he has also shown care. He cares for us and we need to care for our children. Last but not least, there is a cost. The definition of a father, a father is a man who carries photographs in his wallet where his money used to be. There is a cost. And I don't just mean a financial cost. Jesus came into the mess of the world. Jesus got his hands dirty. Jesus got his hands nailed to a cross to purchase for us forgiveness. He got his hands dirty. He took the time to come 
at a great cost, gave his life to rescue us, to redeem us, to save us, to heal us, to love us. There was a cost. Interesting that the word compassion, the root word of the meaning of the word compassion means to suffer with. And we talk about the passion of Christ. And what we mean by that is the suffering of Christ, the cost to Jesus for coming and loving us and helping us. It is costly and it's painful. And particularly if you do have a prodigal son or have a prodigal daughter, that can be very painful. And can I encourage you, if any of you have got a prodigal son or you have a prodigal daughter, my advice to you is this, keep your home open with hope. Keep your home open and have hope. God has set a pattern for us. Commitment, compassion, care and cost. Commitment is a decision of the will. Compassion is an action of the heart. Care is an action of the mind. And cost is an action of the will. Fathering involves using the heart, the mind, the will. Our Heavenly Father has shown to all of his children commitment. He has shown compassion. He has shown care. And he has shown a cost. Our Heavenly Father is our model and we need to show commitment, compassion, care and be willing to pay the cost for our children. Let's pray. I want to pray today on this Father's Day that you will bless every father from every country we pray a blessing upon every father. Lord, we ask that all of us would know your father love, that all of us would know, as the psalmist said, that you are a father to us. You are tender, you are sympathetic, and that as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is your love towards us. Lord, we pray that we would experience afresh your 
commitment to us, your compassion to us, your care to us. And we thank you for the cost that you paid on the cross for us. We pray that you will forgive us where we have been disobedient. Cleanse us, heal us and fill us with your peace, your presence and your power. And we pray, Lord, that you will help us as we parent our own children. Forgive us where we have failed, but thank you that each day is a new day of grace. And we pray, Lord, that you will give us grace, fresh grace. You would give us wisdom. You would give us strength. And that you will help us to exercise our will with our mind and with our heart. Lord, help us to re-evaluate what we do, why we do it. Help us, Lord, to live by priorities so that we don't live by pressures. We pray that you will help us to show commitment to our children. We pray that you will help us reevaluate our own schedule so that we create time for our children. We pray, Lord, that you will, through us, show compassion to our children and show that we care. Lord, help us to do what you've done for us irrespective of the cost. And we pray, and I want to especially pray for any of you parents that have a prodigal son and have a prodigal daughter. We want to pray, Lord, may our children discover and rediscover the wonder of your grace open their eyes, open Lord the eyes of their hearts. Wherever they are Lord we pray that you will reach them, you will touch them, you will love them, you will save them, you will heal them. Lord, ransom heal, restore, and forgive them. We pray that in Jesus' name. And so we pray now for the blessing of God, the blessing of God the Holy Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We pray God's blessing upon you so that you can be a blessing to others. Amen. You've been listening to the J. John Podcast. To find out more about J. John's ministry, visit 
canonjjohn.com and follow him on social media.